This is Gray Man Media Content. Welcome back to another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite Podcast. I'm your host, John Wolf, with my co-host, Devin Green. And today we're going to be talking about the Martian Blowjob. No, what is it called? That's literally what it's no. called. It's what it's called, Devin. What's the serial killer's name, you fucker? Kyle Odin's Manifesto. Kyle Odin Manifesto. That's the first of many Manifesto series that we plan to cover. Um, oh, yeah. TBD. TBD. Uh, manifestos and covering. Play <laughs> the intro. Here we go. Wait a second. I climbed into the hills. I, I would, I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. One type is about three feet tall, very dark, not humanoid at all, yet lizard-looking. The creatures that I have seen mostly have been the, uh, the greys. To the search for truth, little grey men, little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. Welcome back. All right, so here we are now. We're ready to talk about the manifesto. Now, I'll tell you what, this is a topic that I have been very excited about getting into and getting away from the cryptids a little bit. The manifestos of the most crazy people on this planet. Devin, how do you feel about that? Well, I, I typically I start these episodes by saying I'm not a believer, uh, but this is something that actually happened. Actually happened. Um, whether whether or whether or not this man was abducted by aliens and he was, his brain was controlled by Martians or whatever the case may be, um, I'm undecided. So I'll, I'll let you give us some facts and I'll decide as we go through okay. this episode. So let's start with the fact. Uh, let's start at the White House. On Tuesday evening, as tourists snapped photos in front of the White House, a young man with blonde hair, kind of looks a little bit like Nate, and blue eyes approached the black iron fence of the White House. Kyle Odim. Wasn't there to take pictures, though. He was there to deliver a message to the President of the United States of America. What? A Secret Service agent spotted Odom tossing something over the fence and approached him when the agent ran his name through the law enforcement database. The red flag popped up and arrest warrant was issued two days earlier on the other side of the country. For Kyle Odom. Now, the charge was for attempted murder. Oh, shit? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, starting off strong with this one. We are. Now, arriving seemingly out of nowhere, Odom was arrested at the White House that day, bringing a sudden end to a two-day hunt for the Marine veteran. Oh, he was a Marine? He was a Marine. Jesus Christ. All right, Semper let's get into it. I really respect this individual, except for the fact of his actions chosen. <laughs> I respect this person, except for I everything he did. I respect him for did. his service. I respect him for his service. Thank the troops. God bless the troops. Now, it was also provided that a bizarre coda to the already baffling crime saga, uh, one that stretched from rural Idaho to... The nation's capital. So he came from Idaho all the way to the nation's capital. Potatoes. Potentially threatened the lives of 50 members of Congress. With potatoes. Possibly. 
I hope. Because potatoes don't hurt that much. You ever take one to the head? It's a bruise at the most. (laughs) So what happened outside the White House? What happened? What happened? Uh, When Secret Service agents unwittingly stopped Odom, the 30-year-old was the only suspect in a shooting of an evangelical pastor in Cour d'Alain. I don't do French very well at all. Uh, Some French part of Idaho on Sunday. According to authorities, Odom had ambushed Tim Remington in his church parking lot, shooting the popular pastor in the head and the back before he vanished. This was the start of Kyle Odom's manifesto. Now, Remington, who survived the point-blank shooting, which is astounding, God is the were definitely on his side that day in what one church member called a miracle. He had appeared a day earlier with Sen or Ted Cruz, also known as Artex. A event, uh, there was an event. Also known as Artex? Artex. As in the Republican representative of Texas? I don't know if that's accurate. That's what that means. Okay. So Ted Cruz, <laughs> an event hosted by his yeah, oh my okay. god. So an event you fucking oh my god. An event hosted by Artex or Ted Cruz, uh, during his presidential campaign. So probably you're right. Uh, that led to specu- I know <laughs> that led to speculation that the shooting was politically motivated in its heart. But Odom's manifesto actually suggests <laughs> that the shooting, if he did it at all. You know what Mitch McConnell is? What? Our Kentucky. Is he really? Yeah, because he's the Republican representative of Kentucky. Fuck Mitch. <laughs> you fuck fucking, you, Mitch. You maniac. Fuck McConnell. You fucking maniac. Fuck McConnell. You don't understand Republican. Oh, I don't know politics. Oh, I know conspiracy. God bless us. I know conspiracy, not politics. Thank God for this fucking podcast. <laughs> Why? Because it makes me look. Oh, uh, my R. Not allowed to say that. My R. Retubed. That's that's. My R. Redacted. Redacted. My redacted, R redacted now? Redacted. Redacted. Fuck it. Redacted. Fuck it. Redacted. Stop redacted, it. Redacted. Redacted. Future John, please cut the you saying because that's not PC. And we're on the internet, so we're going to get canceled. Redacted. I'm inebriated. Yep. <laughs> but Odom's manifesto suggests that the shooting, if he did it at all, was something entirely of an unraveling mind. Wait, 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 wait. We're not even sure this guy actually killed anybody? We're not exactly sure. There's no proof. What the fuck? What are we covering? He was arrested because he wrote in his manifesto that he shot this pastor. This what? The pastor. Pastor. The pastor. So if he did it, it was something entirely different. The act of an unraveling mind, as you would say, the 21-page manifesto, which authorities say Odom sent to his parents as well as several Idaho television stations, is in a window into his thinking as a whole. Okay. Now, here is Kyle's history. Born and raised in North Idaho, Odom wrote that in his manifesto, and this is, quote, 
grew up in a loving family, joined the Marine Corps after high school, and developed an interest in science, went to school for a degree in biochemistry, and won numerous scholarships and awards, graduated magna cum laude, and then got invited to a prestigious university to work on genetics. So this is obviously no ignorant individual. He has... Yeah, quite a lot of smart talk. Sounds sounds like a, a a pretty intelligent individual. Absolutely. Now he also quotes in his manifesto. He says, "Check my personal documents." Odom continued to say, "As you can see, I am pretty smart. I'm also 100 percent sane and zero percent crazy." Quote unquote. <laughs> Next time I get pulled over by the cops, I'm gonna look and be like. <laughs> Hey, pull up my personal record. Obviously, I'm pretty smart. I am 100% sane and 0% crazy. Like, that statistically has been proven. Okay? I do not have bird brains. I don't. I am bird man. But oh, the documents Odom sent to local media reveal an intense and dangerous persona, as well as... <laughs> An obsession with over-hypersexual, mind-controlling Martians. Here we go. But remember, he's a 0% insane. Yeah, that's that's factual. Mm-hmm. Everything started, and this is a quote from the manifesto, uh, everything started while I was at University of Idaho. Spring 2014 was my final semester and was taking heavy, a very heavy course load. I was very stressed due to intensity of my schedule, so I researched a way to cope. I discovered meditation, which seemed to help, but it became part of my daily routine, and as I learned more about meditation, I became interested in consciousness in itself and our ability to affect it. I be- I kept working on my meditation techniques and began achieving extreme states of consciousness. Which is something I can actually attest to that this is something that a lot of people have actually gone through and been able to achieve as a higher states of consciousness through meditation. Uh, with enough dedication and with enough prowess, you, you can actually do so. So, let's read a couple segments from this manifesto itself. Sure. And this is all quote. One night, February 2014, Odom was meditating and said he had out an out-of-body experience. And he said, and I quote, I entered a space that was completely dark and had no awareness of my physical boundaries or orientation. He then wrote, I felt peaceful there until a blue light began to approach me. As the blue light got closer, I realized that it was another being. When Odom awoke, he had tears in his eyes, according to his manifesto. At first, he alleged the alien encounter seemed like a blessing for him. As he says, it was the reminder of the semester that became exceedingly easy for me. He wrote that it felt like I had tapped into something, some kind of power that I was exerting with no mental effort 
even though the classes had been extremely difficult before. But Odom's close encounter would prove to be the beginning of his own nightmare. Now, Odom accepted an offer from Baylor College of Medicine in Houston to work as a uh, work on a PhD in human genetics, but he quickly dropped out because the work was too easy for him. What? Thanks to his alien awakening. Oh, for the God. He received too much information and it became too easy to take these courses, so he decided not to. The, uh, he also says, in quote, in the manifesto, the day after I decided to leave, my life became a living hell. Odom wrote that he couldn't sleep after a few days Aliens posing as classmates tried to provoke him and to become, end quote, the next school shooter. So he wrote that he left Texas and returned home to his town of Cordialon, whatever French name that would be. It, and he says, it, it was where the story gets really weird. On a flight, home after a job interview, Odom began to suspect that strangers were sending him secret messages, newspaper headlines, and hidden messages through text through his cell phone. He says, in quote, it was blatantly obvious that they were doing something to me, but I didn't know what. I had applied to several government agencies before this happened, so I thought this might be their way of contacting me or testing me. For my abilities. Back in Idaho, a friendly text message would put a beloved local pastor in Odin's path. Uh, Odin says, whoever I was dealing with was definitely extraterrestrial. This so guy's I, fucking nuts. We have to say, in, in, in all pertinency, possibility that it was aliens, but most likely this was a psychotic yeah, oh, yeah, that's what it sounded like, 100%. Yeah, I would have to say, agree that this was definitely some kind of psycho, <clears throat> psychotic break or um, schizophrenia. Thank you. That's okay. it. That's it. Um, okay, so that's where I think Odin's really sitting on a lot of that. But let's continue on into his manifesto and kind of see a little bit more depth into his. Uh, concerns shall we so i actually went through online and i downloaded his entire manifesto uh probably wow, you're putting, on lists i am surely on lists <laughs> i am definitely on lists so there's a lot of interesting parts about this that have actually been redacted by the government before it was re publicly released what yep as well as there's uh, parts of this article that here that I've looked at that have been redacted by Kyle Odom himself. He redacted his own work. Sketchy. At best, sketchy. So, like we said before, um, there was a few excerpts. Let me read this passage. The day after I decided to leave my... The day I decided to leave my collegiate experience, my life became a living hell. I couldn't sleep. You mean college? Yes. I'm reading what is written. I couldn't sleep and my mind felt snapped. I was entirely at peace with my decision, so I knew something strange was happening to me. After a few days of this, 
two of the graduate students began researching out to me, or reaching out to me, redacted, and redacted. I barely knew them, so I seemed unusual. So it seemed unusual that they would contact me. When I went to see them, they both kept pointing their fingers at me, saying pew 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 pew, like they were shooting a gun. They did this over and over, and I kept wondering what their problem was. Months after I left Houston, I was told that Eugene and Brandon were not human at all. <clears throat> yeah, he redacted them, and then he put their names in a few sentences later. Make that make sense. <laughs> they were tasked with making me into the next school shooter, as they called it. I imagine this is why many of our school shootings have taken place. Anyway, I, I, the things that slowly improved over and after I stopped talking with redacted and redacted. <laughs> this is not good. But I was mentally exhausted. I tried to figure out what to do with my life, but I could hardly think. And eventually I left Texas starting and started applying for jobs all over the country until things took a very strange turn. I believe that the pew 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 finger signals that they were giving me were actually them being aliens in human disguise and controlling my mind through these actions. My head began to hurt. Not a good... I don't know. I hate it. So this is where the story gets weird. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. This is where it gets weird. On the plane ride back home, my seat was taken. I asked the flight attendant, and she directed me to a new seat. Once I sat down, on, uh, an older gentleman in front of me kept glancing back until he got my attention. As he kept looking back, my head began to hurt and tingle, which I believe is mind control. The moment my head began to hurt, his lips curled up into an evil-looking smile. The pain and tingling in my head continued for the rest of the flight and got more intense as time went on. Every time I felt it, the man would start taking notes in a notepad. I believe he was trying to figure me out. About halfway through the flight, someone else in front of me held up a newspaper that said psychic reading on the covering. For five minutes straight, it was blatantly obvious they were doing something to me, and I didn't know what. Once we landed, the older man kept showing me his track phone, as if to say, get one of those. What? What? So that they could further track me and control my mind. And again, this is the manifesto is, of an insane individual. This is, yeah, this person yes. is absolutely, absolutely. Lost fucking head. This is 21 pages of complete, utter disarray of an individual. First of all, if you write a manifesto, I think you already have gone insane. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Like, I, like I'm not against, like, I, I'd be interested in writing, like, a personal memoir. But, but I feel like that's festival? Yeah, I feel like that's different. It's a whole different thing. 
Another quote here saying, after making the appointment to meet John, something very bizarre happened. I received the most unnatural redacted I have ever had. It felt like someone was manually pumping blood into my redacted. I don't know how else to describe it. Immediately after that, a song began playing in my mind. The lyrics went, sister, sister, he's just a plaything. We want, we want to make him stay up all night. I never heard this song before and I had no idea what it meant. I tried to ignore it and it kept and I kept searching for jobs but a few minutes later the song repeated in my mind again and again and again. And if you haven't listened to the song Sister Sister it's a beautiful song but he thinks this is taking over his mind. This person is insane. I would agree. This is why this is so fascinating. Is it? <laughs> it I don't really know. Is. I don't, <laughs> it just sounds like the, <laughs> the words of a crazy person. This <clears throat> is a uh, Odin began receiving text messages from Remington, uh, the pastor we recently spoke about. Uh, but he saw them as something more than menacing. And this is, quote, at first they were unconscious Bible messages, but then started threatening me. Odin wrote that he said he sent messages talking about their power and other things. He did all of this through Bible verses, so it wouldn't look suspicious. Now, when a Remington allegedly sent Odom a text reading, quote, angels, the Marine veteran saw helicopters flying around his house. And at this point, he says, at this point, I knew what I was in trouble. Odom then began to experience strange sexual feelings. Mm. He says, quote, it felt like something or someone was manually pumping blood into my penis. Unquote. And he heard suggestive songs inside of his head that he's never heard before. Supposedly from these text messages from the pastor. Soon as the songs gave way to a voice telling him that he was going to be, in quote, sacrificed like Jesus and get beheaded. Odin said, when a man knocked on his door with a religious pamphlet, Odin became, and he says, in quote, I became completely delirious and I thought for sure I was going to die. Now, obviously, pamphlets have never been proven to be wrong. <laughs> so he must be insane. He thought, uh, he actually thought that buying a one-way ticket to see his family in Albuquerque, New Mexico, was the right thing to do at this time. So he said that he thought the man next to him on the flight was reading his mind. And that baggage claim, Odin believed, quote, he was surrounded by aliens whom could detect their constant sniffling by his own nature. The sniff is something that they do all the time. He wrote, I think that it has to do with their dominance in overseeing 
of a human race no. looking down upon us. What? None of this, none of this makes any fucking the sense. The sniff is a sign of their power. This is... this. The more we go into this, the less and less it makes sense, which only proves to me further and further. This is a fucking crazy person. Well, I'm not disagreeing with you, and I never went into it. I understand. This I, is I'm a just, me on the side of Odin. I know that. I'm just saying I'm giving my two cents. It sounds fucking nuts. As time went on, they started coaxing me to go outside all by I was scared to death that they would kill me, so I refused. But eventually, they threatened to harm my family, which caused me to give in to them. I told them I would do whatever they want me to do as long as they left my family alone. They responded by saying, Go to church. Jesus Christ. I knew they meant the altar. So I agreed. When I got back, I would go to the altar and pray to their gods. Satan. At times, Odin's manifesto appears to acknowledge that he is delusional. Crazy. And he also says in said manifesto, I began to hear voices more often, and I began to hallucinate things that weren't real. But that doesn't mean they weren't there. That's crazy. The wild, the, the, the crazy person is crazy. <laughs> That's, that's, what a revelation. He also wrote, but he blames the voices and visions not on his own mind, but through telepathic aliens that were trying to control him. Now, part of this obsession appears to have been extremely and overtly sexual, which is why he named his said manifesto the Martian Blowjob Manifesto. He believed all the alien contact that he's had up to this point was due to Martians trying to control his mind. And he says, end quote, they also started playing with me sexually. He wrote in his Martian uh, Tremartors, who wrote that labeled hypersexual, air quotes, in his, in his opinion, both the males and females would play out their sexual fantasies with the mind of the human victim. Once in a grocery bakery, Odin believed he was, quote, surrounded by a bunch of old men who were actually aliens and started simulating sexual favors against him. Being taken out back of this bakery, the old men said to him, and quote, take off your pants and let us have our way with you. He had felt like he had no choice but to comply and was then proceededly raped by these old men aliens. I, I, this is a real, this is a real, I, I, I'm lost. I'm, I'm, I'm lost for words here. Well, after the raping, Jesus, Kyle Odom felt like the only escape he could have from this insanity was to commit suicide. So he attempted to fill his car with charcoal and lit the coals on fire. He put his car or he put his car windows all the way up and he wrote, I reclined my seat, laid there calmly and then fell asleep. But the aliens, the old men who raped me would not let me die. They woke me up in an extreme panic. 
which caused me to get out of the car. And according to his manifesto, Odoms then checked himself into a local Veterans Affairs Hospital, or the VA, um, but they were not available that evening to confirm or deny his disillusions. Odom received treatment at some time later at that center, though. After leaving the hospital, Odom returned to the altar church, where he eventually found himself face-to-face with Pastor Remington once again. He says, my life has been ruined and it is all your fault. At that time, things, and this is a quote from Odom himself, things are not what they appear to be. The world is ruled by an ancient civilization from Mars. Pastor Tim was one of them, and he was the reason my life was ruined. Odom wrote in his Facebook post then, changing his profile photo to a picture of an alien, by the way. I will be sharing my story with as many people as possible. I don't have time right now because they are chasing me, though. I shot Pastor Tim 12 times. There is no way any human could survive that event. I have sent my story to major news organizations and I have no time and I have to leave this location now again. He was arrested a few hours later as he was through his manifesto over the White House lawn. Pastor Tim was discovered almost a day later, still alive after receiving those gunshot wounds. People have survived much worse. 12 gunshots? It's insane, but people have survived much worse. 12? Yeah. Even if you're a terrible shot, that is a lot of bullets, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But people have survived much worse. I'm not saying that this guy was right. He could possibly be not wrong. Uh, (laughs) It sounds to me like uh, this, this Marine came back home and was severely traumatized by what he had maybe seen or done in his tours and I could actually did not get the actual help that he needed Mm -hmm. and was psychotic break and I and I will say this from I I know so many people uh, who are veterans and I've I've helped them through lots of PTSD episodes and there is definitely not as enough not even close to enough help for those veterans out there who are Absolutely. suffering. There's not. And and PTSD comes in all different forms. You don't have to yes. just serve in the military to have it. Absolutely. There's so many different forms and there are helplines out there for people. And I want to I'm saying this in complete sincerity. There are so many helplines out there and people in places that are willing to listen to you if you feel like you're having these issues. You feel like you're having a psychotic break, you feel like you're going through PTSD, you feel like you have uh, are experiencing things that are not normal, please talk to somebody because help is there and people are willing to help you. Absolutely. And and I take that to very 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 close to heart. Uh coming from family of military and uh, now, almost being myself. With that being said, this person clearly did not get the help that they needed. Nope. And uh, now, hearing the facts at this point, um, I don't think the Martians. Now, first off, we've already talked about it. I, I, I believe in aliens. 
I don't believe that this person was in contact with aliens in any way, shape, or form. I think this was a severely ill individual mm-hmm. who had a psychotic break. It went, and it's unfortunate and it's sad, and we don't want to make any. We don't want to make light of the situation. However, this is a podcast, and this is for entertainment purposes. <laughs> and I will just go on record as saying this is bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's definitely an interesting oh, look into the mind of the crazy, 100%. which is out there, man. And that's 100%. why I think these inter- these these episodes may not be as common on the show. But I want to say that yeah. these are very interesting topics that we like to cover because there is definitely some really weird perspectives that can only come from the mind of the sick and deluded. Yeah. And this is, this is a short show. This is a short episode for you guys. So, and, and (laughs) obviously we do the thing where we make, you know, songs and stuff. Again, we don't want to make light of, of any kind of, uh, mental issues. We're, we're trying to have a lighthearted conversation about everything that we, that we cover as always, but it's definitely, as you said, there's not enough resources available to the people who need them. Yes, and I absolutely agree with that. And if you find yourself in need of any kind, you can dial the suicide hotline or the PTSD helpline. Um, you don't have to be a vet to access these associations. Uh, they're readily available to you, and we will list some of these numbers at the end of this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free. It's confidential. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you're not alone. But yeah, I mean, where, where do you stand? I mean, I, I assume you pretty much disagree with what I said, what I just said. Yeah, I, I do. I do agree that uh, this individual was definitely uh, beyond a uh, psychological break. Yeah. 100%. Um, I don't think this has anything to do with conspiracy or aliens necessarily in general, but uh, he makes some uh, quite wild claims. Uh, being somebody that never researched, uh, according to his manifesto, I mean, it's very in-depth. Uh, it, being somebody that has never really reached into that field, he has a, quite a lot of claims that kind of meet with that skepticism or with that uh, disillusion of the conspiracy theory field. So he, he just came up with these things on his own that are very canon with uh, what is going on in that field, uh, which I find a little odd. And so I think there might be some possibility, but it's like less than like 5% in yeah. my opinion. There's some there's some weird stuff going on with this story, but but yeah, I, I think ultimately we're just there. There was a very um, ill person. That's basically what it comes up to. So I mean, if you like, I mean, Devin, have you ever felt like uh, aliens are infecting your mind? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, never. No, never. I've I have uh, I have used um, you know uh, hotlines before. In my life, I have um, too. Yeah, and they're they're definitely there's there's definitely a utility there, and they're they're definitely a tool to utilize when when you absolutely need it when there's when you feel like there's no one else there. Oftentimes, there there is almost certainly someone in your life who is there for you, but mm-hmm. when you're when you're at the end of your rope, you're not really sure who that is, and you don't really feel like contacting that person. These are great tools to utilize. If you're a member uh, of the VA. You know that you can go to any VA. There's usually two to three in your local cities. 
uh, VA uh, hospitals, as well as you have your VA posts and your local veterans that will support you. Um, there's more than enough uh, uh, VA posts that, you know, if you need to talk to anybody that's been through what you've been through, you know, there's people there to help you. Absolutely. And the um, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline uh, number is uh, 800-273-8255. They're available 24 hours. Yes. Uh, so. And Short one today, huh? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Very, very, pretty interesting story. Bottom I, line, know. if you call the suicide, suicide prevention hotline and you tell them about any issues that you feel like you're having, uh, no matter if it's just depression or if it's a uh, mental break or you think you just need help, if any kind in general, they will definitely help you uh, no matter what the case. It's not just for suicide. They definitely have a medically trained and psychological professionals on staff. So reach out to those again. And what was that number again, Devin? Yeah, um, it's um, 800 Two seven three eight two five five. Yep, and Gray Man Media is here to love and support you. So you, if you feel like you have any experiences that might be out of the norm, please email us at wolftakesabitepod at gmail.com, and we would be more than happy to uh, field those responses and maybe even have you on the show. And this has been another episode. <laughs> what a what a weird ending. Uh, you know, I don't know. What else do you want to say, Dan? I got. A whole lot of nothing. Uh, <laughs> follow us on the social medias. Yeah, we'll take the buy pod on uh, Instagram. We'll take the buy pod on Facebook. Gray man underscore media at everywhere. Yep, and we'll take the buy pod on. We'll take the buy zero one or just we'll take the buy one on uh, Twitter. I don't give out on Twitter very often, so uh, you you got those in the earlier episodes. I don't tweet. I don't. I'm not a Twitter. Okay. Just a weird episode. Just yeah. a. I, I'm still flabbergasted. I'm having trouble speaking. It gives me a weird feeling. You got a joke in there somewhere? Got a joke to us off with? Did it hurt when you fell? When you fell from where? <laughs> the vending machine. Because you're a snack. <laughs> and that's how we're going to end this episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Wolf Takes My Podcast. I'm your host, John Wolf, with my co-host, Evan Gray. We'll see you on the next one. Good night. (laughs) 23 minutes. Here we go. Beaming out of the ship, and I've been doing just, just fine. fine. Am I losing my mind? Am, Am I, I losing, losing my mind? mind? It started out with a kill, and I woke up like this. It was just only one kill. It was only one kill. It was only one, one kill. kill. And I'm causing pain. Marsh is taking my brain. Am I going insane? Am I going insane? Manifesto and bad, it's all in my head. It's Manifesto and bad, it's all in my head. Now oh, I am going crazy now, and I will kill you all. It will be a forever. Oh, <laughs> I ever wanted was your death, and now I have got it. Let me make this up to you. Oh,